You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a podcast all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome back to another episode, my lovely friends. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. This is my podcast. Thank you for joining me today on this lovely summer day. I have had quite the roller coaster uh, the last couple two weeks, three weeks of my life, you know, listing my house for sale, finding another house in Wilmington, North Carolina, and feeling all the emotions uh, all over the place. So um, I am feeling positive about it, but I'm not going to lie to say that I hadn't felt freaked out and kind of negative. <laughs> last week, I started feeling overwhelmed. Um, just the thought of leaving. I've been in Charleston for 16 years and uh, it's just, it's a lot, you know, you think that you're prepared and then once the time comes, maybe you're not. Uh, and I had to kind of work through all of those feelings. Um, but I've come out on the other side and I am super excited. I wish we were moving like next week because once you start thinking about like decorating and I don't know, just getting your things all set up. I love doing that kind of stuff and organizing. And, um, so I am excited. I can't wait. I can't wait for this new chapter and this new adventure. Um, and to see, you know, what Wilmington has in store for us. Um, so that has been my life the last couple of weeks. And like I'd said on my social media, if you follow me there on Instagram, I had kind of put social media on the back burner and even kind of, you know, the podcast I had an episode last week, which was a little bit shorter. Um, but I am feeling like I'm in a better place now uh, so that I can put more energy into those things like I normally do. But so that being said, we're just going to get right into today's episode, which is with one of my dearest and closest friends, April Duckworth. Um, like I said, she, I know her really well um, and I know her story and I just decided, heck, why not have her on to share her experience? She has been through a lot um, and a lot of health struggles and has come out on the other side, a, a beacon of like health and vitality and light. And she is one of the most kind and compassionate people I know. So April and I met at one of our favorite vegan restaurants and we immediately became friends. Um, she has struggled with eating disorder since she was 15 and just her relationship with food was obviously very, very unhealthy. Um, she was a vegetarian when she was younger, but it wasn't until she went full plant-based vegan that her relationship with food completely changed. And she got to a place of true health and well-being and was able to heal her thyroid and also was able to conceive a baby, which they told her was not possible. They were, her and her husband are actually, were looking into adopting and then they found out she was pregnant. It is a super compelling and inspirational story to, to hear it all in one setting. Like I said, I have heard it, you know, kind of bits and pieces through the years of knowing her, but being able to sit down and chat in a full length, you know, hour conversation about it was really wonderful. So without further ado, here is my interview with the lovely April Duckworth. 
good. Uh, Dylan says hi, by the way. Um, hi. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, I had been putting a dentist appointment off for oh. months um, and I had to go this morning, but it was good. Um, so everything was, was good. Turns out I did not have cavities. They had told me I did at my last appointment, but I don't. So what? yeah, so I don't have any cavities. So why did they tell you that? Was it the same dentist? No, different dentist. Um, Shush it. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so I'm now cavity free my whole life. My streak continues. What? Yes, I know. Dylan hates it. He, I mean, he doesn't hate it. Of course, he's happy. For I me. hate he's it. Like, no, I hate it. I'm going to say I hate it. <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh, because he has to get fillings next week and he's already had one since we've been here. Oh, um, my but, but anyway, so I had to do that and it was kind of a weird experience. It was in Richmond, which is that town we don't like at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but anyway, then I came back and, uh, Dylan made surprise, uh, waffles. So that was good. Nice. Yep. 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 He had like almost three. <laughs> what? Yes. I had like a half of one and cause they're huge from the waffle yeah. maker. Yeah. And, um, he had my half and two others oh, <laughs> and these, salad. <laughs> these big brawly men, you know, what do you do? I know. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm hanging in there. Um, we are just, you know, going through the motions of selling our house and buying a house. Uh, the appraiser for our house just came by today and so yeah, hopefully everything's going to be good to go with that. Um, it's really cloudy here, so I hate that. Yeah. Um, I know. I think, I think we're going to struggle with that once. I think fall will be kind of exciting because we haven't really experienced it in a while. Mm -hmm. And then Christmas. But then, like I said, I'm really glad that January and February for us is like, okay, we really have to focus on finding a new place because January and February here are really cold and mm. really gray and it won't be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Winter winters in Kentucky are brutal. They like, are. I know. So brutal. Yeah. Like Asheville's a little better. I mean, it's definitely colder than Charleston, but it's still not as bad as here. Um, but I'm really excited for you guys. My, I was telling my friend, Christina, I think you met her once at Harbinger. She's a realtor. So she gets really excited about like, you know, house moves stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah house <laughs> stuff. And she was, she said Wilmington was really neat and, um, artsy and creative. Nice. That's what I need. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. So, I'm excited to visit how Charleston used to be. Charleston was much more, um, you know, it was a hippie town. I mean, like the college here was like just plain hippies. Wow. Did you know that? I, so, you, you told me that maybe, once and I can't yeah. even picture it. I can't so even like, you know how Derek's a twin and his sister went to college at Charleston and she was a full blown hippie, like didn't wear shoes to class, like every, the whole, but it, it was not just her. It was, that's how it was. Like, I guess maybe the nineties, you know, maybe mm -hmm. the nineties and early two thousands. I mean, not when I, when I went, uh, it had already like, that was kind of, you know, kind of over, I guess, or it was transitioning, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely a more artsy town. I feel like it's not to bash Charleston because obviously Charleston's a great place. It's amazing, but it's more, I mean, homogenous, I guess, is that the word? Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've heard descriptions from other people and, and I, I'm like you, like I, for, it gave me so many things and there's a lot I really, really like about it and a lot I really miss about it. Mm -hmm. And there's other things that I know are better for me in other cities. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and the career thing there is just, is one big struggle. And I don't know if that will ever like change. Um, but it was hard for me, like every year that I lived there, that was hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but that said, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten the really small town thing out of my system. I think there needs to be like a middle because where we are is way too small, like (laughs) way too small. Uh, What's the population there? 15,000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the town I grew up in was about 10. So I, I, yeah, I can relate and could never do that again. I mean, unless the town was right next door to a big town, (laughs) you know, uh, it would be really tough. I mean, That's especially it. when you get used to the modern amenities that you're used to being Whole Foods or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so true. And like you said, you know, people who don't take eating and health and all of that conscious eating as seriously as we do, they don't get it, but it's a big deal for us. And I mean, we would be so up a Creek if that little store wasn't here I mean, it helps us kind of like supplement the trips to Lexington, mm-hmm. but we have to get, and I hate getting on like I-75 every time we have to go to Whole Foods, you know, like Ugh. this big major interstate. And yeah. it, um, so it's, yeah, we, we are both, uh, we're happy because we like our house and we, we, you know, cute. but still ready yeah. to move. I'm ready to move on already. I think I'm more <laughs> ready than Dylan is. Oh, really? You know how that's he funny. is. Yeah, He's I know. Like, kind of more go with the flow. He could be anywhere and be like, that's kind of like Derek too <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Like, but I am much more, I don't know, particular. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I'm much more particular. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I can see y'all in Ash. Asheville's freaking awesome. Like, I can definitely see y'all there. Um, and then y'all be close to Wilmington, you know? Yes. Closer yes. than you are now, at least. And we could, you know, I've thought about like, moving in kramas as they say in yoga like stages you know i mean mm-hmm. we could you know we may visit wilmington and just love it but you yeah. know i think immediately for my mom's sake right asheville is as far as she would be able to handle and it i know it gets a little easier as kids get older too cuz like everybody wants to be around a baby not that it's you know what i mean i just yeah. think as he's in school and stuff like that there's less time to spend and you know people don't expect they, they expect different things, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll get easier as he gets a little older, but, um, but yeah, and we love Asheville too. I love it there. I mean, if Asheville was on the water, we would definitely live there. It's, it's awesome. I mean, and there's way more vegan stuff in Asheville than there is Wilmington. Not that like, I think, I think there's a lot of restaurants in Wilmington that have veg- veggie options, but there's not as many designated vegetarian or vegan places in Wilmington, but you know, who knows? Maybe I'll change that. You know, <laughs> I would, that would be amazing. And Dylan yeah. loves Dylan likes Wilmington. He was talking about how pretty it was. And he said the river was like downtown and then the ocean yeah. close. Right. Um, I've never been, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. So some crazy, so, you know, we were there, um, last week, obviously trying to buy a house and, uh, we, Derek does have some friends there from windsurfing. Um, 
and we went out to dinner with uh, a couple who are, they're younger. Um, they're super awesome, but they are in, they're really fun to talk to because they're uh, grad. One of them's a grad student and the other one, I guess, I don't know if he's already finished, but either way, they're like scientists and like oh. researchers and it, like environmentally, you know, so talking to them about their different, uh, you know, things that they're, their thesis or what, you know, whatever things that they're exploring is really interesting. But, um, but they were there during, I guess it was hurricane. Was it Florence? Was that the, the one? The one that really tore up Wilmington. Yeah. 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 I mean, wow. Like listening to them talk about it is incredible. And on the, you know, environmental animal side, uh, you know, North Carolina, sadly, is like the capital of hog farms. I like, know. So mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and environmentally and obviously morally and health-wise. But um, the, you know, when there was all that flooding, the pools that keep all of the excrement and disgusting, you know, um, materials from the farm that are next usually they're next door to the warehouse where the pigs are kept they all overflowed right and they flowed into wilmington like it was just it smelled this they said you can't even explain the smell because it was just all like feces and just like blood and just nasty like horrible oh my god are they vegan or vegetarian or vegetarian yeah they are yeah Yeah. just oh my god! I remember when that happened, and Dylan was reading about it. We were like, "Oh god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" You would think that would be enough for people. You would think, and you mm-hmm. would think that that some type of you know, I don't know, government would one the government would try to put in place more you know restrictions on their impact on the environment. I mean, I, it just it blows my mind that nothing is done. You know, I don't, I, know. I don't understand. Me too. I know we. The other day, I mean, like Bria is a little bit like vegetarian. It's more vegetarian friendly, but there, there are some, you know, a couple little vegan options at least. But overall, I, Dylan said we, he's like, we stick out, stick out like sore thumbs around here. <laughs> I mean, there's no like, you know, there's no, also there, I feel like there's no like young professionals, like mm. people that you were just talking about, like to have conversations with i mean right. granted it's been a very awkward time to move yeah somewhere, they're there maybe they're just maybe <laughs> yeah but it's still been like i don't know i yeah. just i just think that this is our season here and then it will be time for us to move on to yeah. more things more things yeah yeah i mean and i'm excited for you guys too thanks Thanks. I am. I'm excited now. Now I, there was a moment there that I was kind of freaking out because I was feeling like, you know, overwhelmed, like, uh, like not necessarily is this the right decision? Well, maybe Wilmington in general, because I had gotten it in my head to go to California, which was, okay. you know, going to be temporary, just like a couple years, but still I just love the lifestyle of California, you know, in yeah. my mind at least. Um, so then when it all started happening and we're like, okay, we're, we're moving to Wilmington, we're going to buy this house. I was just like freaking out a little bit. And then now I'm like the opposite. I'm like, okay, I wish we could close on our house sooner and just get there. Like I want to get there and get settled in and like, re, you know, set up my little house with my furniture and all my stuff and, you know. Ugh. Yes. And it's going to be awesome. I love that. It has like such a mid-century feel. And I told Dylan, I know it'll be like, it's going to look awesome. It's going to look really cute. And I have the vision, you know, like in my mind, I just, 
it's my personality to a little bit obsess over certain things. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> I know this is why we're, we're kindred spirits. Um, and I do that. So I've been obsessing in a positive way, but also I probably should like reel it back in so I can focus on work and other things. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm excited, but me too. Me yeah. too. So you and I uh, met because of our love of plants and animals. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. At our beloved gnome. Oh, yes, indeed. I miss gnome. I'm going to miss gnome. Oh my gosh. And I miss gnome now. You can't even, you can go pick up, but you can't dine in, which I, I'm, I'm still sad about that. I don't know if they're going to, when they're going to, you know, cause some restaurants you can go to maybe gnome. They're just more nervous. I don't know. Maybe because it's smaller in there. It is small. I mean, you would crowded. definitely, yeah. Like <laughs> there's yeah. already only room for, you know, like 20 people. So <laughs> I miss it so much. Like I, I, this is funny. The, you know, a couple of weeks ago was my birthday and I actually messaged them to ask if they could ship me some of Stop the it. banana bread. <laughs> oh my God. Well, what did they say? Could they do it? No, unfortunately not, but, Why? um, I know maybe it's just like the time, like with everything going on, but oh, man. I really, really was needing, needing that banana bread that day. I felt like, um, but yeah, so they, maybe they should share the recipe with you. You don't oh, live they, there anymore. They did actually share the recipe. What? Yes. I have the recipe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, that. then you got to put Dylan on that. Get him on that. He could totally do it. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I'll do it if you want me to, but we ended up not. We just, we, we had something else, but well, um, there is still time. He could still do it. I mean, yeah. if we can do it, you know, next month. I don't know. <laughs> but we had so many good times there. I, I think about that a lot. Like, I mean, just the whole experience of walking in and like, you know, being greeted so warmly <laughs> and knowing that everybody there, like, Working there as the same, uh, you know, heart and compassion. Value. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. It feels like my cheers, you know, in my mind. I know. And I, I, I mean, hopefully I'll find that, you know, and you can find that in Nashville when you'll go. Um, but, you know, we've talked, I'm not going to mention other places in town, but there are some places, I won't say their names, but there are some places in town that, um, you know, you go in and they pretend like they've never seen you before. And I'm like, I come here every week. <laughs> like, Why? What is the deal with that? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel like cheers at all. No, there's not. They're not very cheery in general. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> so how long? So you've been, a, you were a vegetarian originally, yeah? I was, yes. So my mom is a vegetarian and mm -hmm. I stopped eating red meat when I was 12 and then progressively stopped other things, um, and then became fully vegetarian. And when Dylan and I met my husband, um, we were both vegetarians and, you know, I wasn't like really eating a lot of dairy at that time, but I was not nearly like, I wasn't as conscious or knowledgeable or I just didn't know a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't reading ingredients like I do now. Um, so we both, made the transition to being fully vegan together. And yeah, and I know. And it, <laughs> he, he helped, he helped me so much. And then hmm. he, he started, I mean, he cooked on, he cooked for himself before we were together, but once we got together, he, he started exploring a lot of different recipes and combinations. And then, you know, now I just feel like 
every meal is, is really amazing. Like what it's doing for our bodies and it Mm -hmm. tastes good. And, um, but yeah, eating meat to me always felt really unnatural and just like, I I couldn't really pinpoint because I was little, you know, I couldn't really pinpoint like what it was or why or express myself, I guess, but it just always felt really unnatural. Um, so I always wanted more like, uh, of course, like, you know, treats and breads and things like that. But, um, I did, I did eat a lot of, um, m- more vegetables as a child than fruits actually. Hmm. Um, I know. Cause that's kind of what my mom did, but yeah. I love, I love all the fruits now, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been fully vegan for almost like six or seven years now. Whoa. Well, obviously your mom had a big influence on like even being vegetarian. Right. I mean, but growing up, did she, I mean, would she feed, like when you were younger, did, would she feed you meat and was just hoping you'd come around or? She, she prepared it, which is something I personally cannot imagine. I couldn't do that. Doing, I could not do that. Um, but she would prepare it. She, she complained about it, but she did prepare it because my dad ate meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I mean, again, I, can't imagine doing that at all, but she, she did not enjoy it. So it was always there. Um, and you know, sometimes as a kid you eat meat and you, cause you don't know, like, like chili, for example, I remember eating chili and having no idea that there was like hamburger meat in yeah. there. Yeah. And then once I knew I was like, Oh, I don't want that anymore. So then she would make like a separate one for us, for she and I, but Aww. she, she always just kind of told me like, you know, if I was at school, I didn't have to eat what they, you know, if somebody offered me something and I didn't want it, I didn't have to eat it. Um, and I packed my lunch every single day. Dylan and I were just pretty much, we were talking about this the other night. He, he, he ate school lunches, but because I just didn't, I always thought what they had was gross. (laughs) Yeah. So I I took peanut butter and crackers like every day. Um, Yes. And on my little lunchbox, but, um, which, you know, I could have had some more healthy options included in there, but, uh, well, it was, you know, it was the nineties or yes. late eighties. So what do you do? <laughs> yes. But she, she actually, my mom didn't really express to me until fairly recently why she did not eat meat. Like she grew up in like the, a very, very, very rural area. I think I've told you that. I mean, it is like, I think it was listed as the like poorest county in the nation a couple years ago. I mean, it's very rural and she never remembers eating meat even as a child. And yes. And it's unbelievable to me because her whole family does and did. And she told me like a year or two ago, I mean, it's been pretty recent that she saw her dad um, slaughter a pig. Mm. And then that was like, she just never ate meat again or or never ate it. There was yeah. a connection. I mean, most kids don't, they don't see that. They don't understand. They, they have no concept of, of what is actually even on their plate, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and she, I mean, I can't believe it took her so long to tell me that. And I, and then I thought, cause I've always wondered like, how did that, yeah. how did she come to being a vegetarian, you know, living where she lived and being around like the meals that she was. And I, I, hope that she will 
be vegan, but you know, she still lives in a pretty small town and Mm -hmm. we we have just started, you know, to try to explain to her like non-dairy cheeses and um, things like that. And I think that once like all these restrictions and all that, and she can carry her some. Yes. And she can eat with us more. And, uh, she's already enjoyed, uh, our nice cream as we call Mm -hmm. it. And she's like, you know, I've gotten tired of eating ice cream. It kind of makes me feel sick and this is great. (laughs) And so, um, that was like an exciting breakthrough. And yeah. uh, So, yeah. Yeah. Well, when you and Dylan went vegan, like, y'all just had a conversation. I feel, I feel like you've told me this, but y'all were just like chatting about it or you watched documentaries together or like, what was the, like, well, was there was, a defining moment? It was kind of like a slow progression really. Yeah. Like he, he was actively really like, you know, researching and uh, watching documentaries. And we did watch a couple together. Um, but you know, he was just actively researching and, you know, reading about factory farms. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we, it was really sort of a slow progression, I guess, you know, like eliminate this, eliminate that. Yeah. And then one day we were both kind of like, you know, what the heck, why would we have this? Like, mm-hmm. why would we even want that anymore after we know <laughs> this? And then, um, and then once we, once it was, well, once we reached that point, there was never any like, going back and forth. Totally. Um, it was just, that was, this was the way we were going to live our lives and, uh, you know, for the better of, of all. And we, we never, we never swayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, you know, we've talked about it before, but knowing like all the reasons why you should be eating a plant-based vegan diet, it just solidifies it. Like there's no other, like I would, there's nothing that would happen or nothing somebody could tell me right now that would make me change, like make me be like, oh, maybe I should eat meat. No, no, there's, there's no reason to do that. You know? Me neither. Nope, nope, nope. And Mm -hmm. in fact, I mean, I've had doctors, you know, you know, tell me Mm -hmm. things like that. And then, um, you know, I, I feel like I used to be too silent, you know, about, and yeah. more, more timid. And then I, once I, you know, Dylan and I were together, first of all, and we were both, he was researching a lot more than me, but once I had those facts and then I took the plant-based course, uh, through Cornell. So I was, you know, I felt like armed with more yes. facts to give people. And cause you know, as Dylan always says, I kind of operate from feelings a lot. <laughs> facts are important. So, um, and I could, I could speak to those. And then once I found so much personal recovery, I felt like I could really say, you know, actually, no, I did this, this, and this, and I did not eat meat or dairy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that I've either just like become friends with or even my clients, you know, I mean, it's just kind of like a classic story of, of the, of just, you know, not, I don't know, like the, the doctors just don't know, you know, I mean, and until you're educated yourself, I mean, that's how you gain confidence, you know, like my mom, I think has, has, was kind of feeling the same way you felt, you know, like in the past, at least like not speaking up when people would, or, and not like explaining why she did something, um, because she just didn't feel confident enough with the facts. Like she had heard, you know, of why or the reasons or, you know, medically, from me, um, but just didn't maybe remember it that well. And so you have to like really, 
I don't know, dive in and, uh, yeah. And then you can feel more confident. Definitely. And, you know, going through a pregnancy as a vegan, I, I worried, you know, and luckily my doctor was really respectful. She, I told her immediately and she was, was great with that. Um, you know, we did, as you know, have a few things here and there come up, um, that were challenging, but But that was not related to veganism. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I mean, not the, not, I meant like people that were challenging. Oh, challenging I thought you meant like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not, not the hurricane and the birth yeah. time and all of that. Uh, that yeah. was weather related. Um, but um, we had a couple people question us and, you know, then we just presented facts and it eventually it got better. Uh, but I had a very healthy pregnancy. I felt really great. Um, I gained an appropriate amount of weight. He is extremely healthy and a picture of health. Um, you know, I, like I said, my, my delivery was, has, was a different story, but you know, yeah. we were in the middle of hurricane Dorian, et cetera. So that, Awful. that was a little, uh, oh my gosh, so traumatic. Yeah. yeah. So stressful. Yeah. Yep. So let's backtrack because I feel like this is, uh, definitely a compelling story in the fact that you have a baby right now is amazing, right? I mean, y'all did not, y'all were not expecting that to even happen. We were not. Um, I had hoped for it uh, so much, uh, but because for many years I struggled with eating issues, Mm -hmm. uh, anorexia, mostly anorexia and uh, bulimia towards the end also, but Mm. I mostly restricted and it. I, I couldn't, and actually it wasn't until I was fully plant-based that my relationship with food changed and I felt really good about what I was eating, uh, for, you know, not only for myself, but for other beings and for the planet. And it just, my whole relationship with food started to change, uh, because I had spent so many years sick and de- deprived. And hmm. uh, at one point my weight was like below 80 pounds. It was and deficient. I mean, you were, yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, you nutrient deficient. There's no way you can, you know, can I, was, be. I was so deficient. Uh, mm. and so, you know, once I feel like I got to a place where I was comfortable with my food and, you know, enjoying my meals. And I felt like everything was like all these beautiful, you know, like vibrant fruits and vegetables. And, yeah. but my body took a little while to recover because I mean, and it was, yeah. That had been a long time, right? I mean, how many years was that? A very long time on and off for, I mean, since I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. Oh, wow. And, yeah. uh, and until I was about 28, I guess. Mm. Um, and so I had had like pancreatitis and mm. several other, uh, major things, but so the doctors were telling me that I would never be able to have children ever. Mm-hmm. And of course I was devastated because I knew that we both at least wanted to have one child. And, um, so we started looking at adoption agencies and filled out like all this paperwork, tons and tons of paperwork and had some phone calls. And then I decided I was going to go to one more doctor's appointment and see what he said. And he said, well, it's not impossible, but it's going to be very, very difficult for you. Um, mm-hmm. So I was still feeling really defeated and sad. 
Hmm. Long, long story short, uh, I had some lab work done at a fertility clinic because we thought, well, we'll give this a try if we can afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they called me and said, I don't think that you need us because your hormones are really elevated and we think you might be pregnant. <laughs> so I was like, there's no way, there's no way this, no. But I took three home pregnancy tests and they all said yes. Oh my gosh. And then he, I mean, I really had a wonderful pregnancy and felt good. And he's a picture of health now and is little regalo. His name means gift. Um, and yeah, so I, I never, I mean, based on everything that they were telling us that I, they told me I could not have children. Mm. Mm. I mean, and you, you did all kinds of different, did you do lots of different stuff? I mean, like, you know, fertility things or like, like, I don't know, herbs or what, like what other, did you do other things or it was just kind of Um, I, in the past had, you know, I had really fallen into like years before this to try to get my, um, my like reproductive system to, to work as it should. I don't like Mm -hmm. the word should to work better. Properly, 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 properly. Yes. Um, I had fallen into like that. Well, you have to take this hormone and this hormone, like these synthetic things never worked. Like oh, they I, get, you took some of that stuff. Yeah. That's uh, like years before this. Yeah. yeah and so, and I never like it, nothing ever happened except I felt bad. I mean, that's just my mm-hmm. personal experience. Like I felt uncomfortable and uh, heard more of edgy story. and just not good. Um, I had acupuncture done four times, which focused on, uh, reproductive health Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right before I got pregnant. Um, yes. And so I had four sessions and I was planning on continuing to go. And then I ended up, I was already pregnant. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't need to go anymore. (laughs) I don't need to go. Thank you. But thanks. um, Bye. (laughs) And she focused specifically on reproductive health, Mm -hmm. but, um, I did not take any supportive herbs at that time. Right. It, I think the acupuncture really helped. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I, I'm a huge proponent of acupuncture. I think it's great. It was, it was, it was truly amazing. Like, I mean, my mom and I still talk about it. Like she says, I can't believe like he's here and look at him and yeah. where I once was, you know, Aww. it's, it's incredible. Yeah. So did you, were you having thyroid problems then at that same time or was that later? I had thyroid problems. Um, once I had already started to kind of recover, um, it was the doctor, a doctor told me that I had hypothyroidism due to the years of anorexia. Mm -hmm. So I had labs done regularly and my levels at that time, um, you know, in early recovery, they were low. Um, and so they, I did not like the idea of relying on a medication and it was synthetic because the only other option for hormone or thyroid hormone drugs are, um, it's called armor and it's like pig derived. Ew. Yeah. So obviously I was not going to do that. Um, you know, I was, and they, they really pushed, they really pushed that one because they said, you know, it has less side effects. It's more natural, blah, blah, blah. And so I just said, you know, this, goes against my belief system though. Like I'm not going to take that one. Mm-hmm. So I took the synthetic ones for a time and I, you know, 
I can't really even remember like if my energy was better. I just remember feeling edgy, like more anxious and like I felt bloated actually. And, mm. and my hair was coming out um, oh. in the front, like my hair was falling out. And um, I, I mean, I hated it. I hated it every day. Cause I worried like I was going to be reliant on this drug. Every right? day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I felt really stuck because like my, my levels had been low. Like I could see that on paper that they had been low. Did um, you have like, what were your symptoms before you found out that you had thyroid issues? That I felt tired. Tired, all fatigue. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main ones. Yeah. yeah. More tired than I felt like I should feel. And that mm-hmm. was before I was a mommy. So I really had like no, <laughs> really tired. I was just yeah. like, Bleh. and so I went in and, um, that's when they discovered they were low and I would, I would try to talk to my doctor, you know, I wanted to explore other things, but you really have to be your own advocate. I mean, you really do. Like, it's wonderful to have a great doctor, I think, that listens to you and offers insight that, like, I don't have and expertise that I don't have. But I have learned through the process of all of this, like, you really have to, like you were saying earlier, like, research on your own and be your mm-hmm. own advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's nobody who knows your body better than you, you know? Exactly. And, yeah. you know, one morning I, I woke up like, you know, several months ago and I said, I just don't want to take these anymore. I just, I don't want to, I want to try, you know, some, I mean, my, my diet is wonderful. You know, I mean, of course I have like treats sometimes of like vegan cookies or whatever, but not right. often. And I mean, we eat really, really healthy. Like I, every right. meal is, is healthy. And I felt like because of that, I could at least try to stop the thyroid medicine. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, sort of tapered off that and, um, and, oh, and Brazil nuts, Brazil nuts, selenium, selenium. So I, I take a supportive, um, obviously plant-based herbs, uh, once a day and then have a couple Brazil nuts. And it's been several months now that I have not had thyroid medication. And I, I just went and had labs done last week and they were perfect. Wow. Yes. Yes. Victory. I mean, obviously, yeah. So exciting. I mean, also I would think, you know, for the, for the thyroid, which is associated with the throat chakra, you know, I mean, they say that uh, oftentimes when people have thyroid issues, you know, emotion, it's, it's can be also triggered by like emotional stress and just like not speaking your truth, you know? So maybe just, I don't know. Do you have, do you think that has anything to do with it? I do. I do. Yeah. Because I felt like, you know, before, before I moved to Charleston and, you know, had, you know, such a strong support system of friends and which I still have now, like you and um, our veggie supper club. And and before I had Dylan, um, I definitely struggled with that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's all so connected and true. Definitely. Yeah. I mean thyroid the thyroid medications are the number one prescribed drug by doctors. And a lot of people that actually that have thyroid, I think it's like half the people who actually have thyroid issues don't even know they do, you know, and they might have like like you said, they have fatigue and all of these symptoms and they have no clue that it's their thyroid that's out of balance. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 
it, of course, I think it's always easy to just like reach for this medication. And I'm, and I don't want to say it's not needed for, for people. certain times. You know, yeah. Right. At certain times. But for me and my experience, it, I'm so thankful that I decided to try because it's, it's worked out for me. And I think that if you follow a healthy diet, it's, you know, that's, yeah, that's will achieve starts. balance. I mean, that's what, you know, I mean, it took you some time because your body had been under such stress for years and years and years. And that's not going to be some overnight thing that, you know, you're going to just bounce back immediately. It takes, it takes time. I mean, after all that. So. Exactly. And I think, you know, that, like I was saying earlier about seasons, you know, there, that may have been needed for me in that season, but as, as we both have learned from the, from the plant-based course and from, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, all the research that you do, of course, um, the, our health starts with what's on our plate and it is like our medicine, you know, three yeah. or four times a day, whatever we're eating. And as I started to, you know, when I, when my relationship with food changed and I felt better about eating, that was a, that was a part of it. And plus I, like I've looked forward to eating for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I started eating fully plant-based, my, my stomach felt better and my digestion, which was also a major hurdle for me for years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even before like the eating disorder stuff started, I had always kind of like a wonky stomach. And I think now I mean, yeah. it was Leaky the stuff gut. I was eating, like yeah. dairy, dairy yeah. and hundred percent. And then we've talked about the glyphosate. I mean, there's, there's other things than just being plant-based or, and, you know, like obviously focusing organic. And I mean, the, our gut is linked to every single system of our body and certainly your hormones. So, I mean, you definitely had leaky gut, you know? Definitely. Yes, definitely. And it, it just took a little time, but I, I feel better than I've ever felt, um, you know, I, I even told my, my doctor, um, last week when I had the labs done, I said, well, I just, I get a little tired in the afternoons. And she said, well, your labs are perfect. I think it's just because you have a nine month old at home. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Cause we, we still wake up like twice a night, sometimes three. And you wake up super early in the morning. You know, like what you like? Yeah. Don't you work up at like 6am or like 530 or something crazy? Five. What? Yeah. Five. Yep. Mm-hmm. There will never be be a day. Like I, it will maybe in my next life. I don't even think in my next life I would do such a thing. I mean, it's just like, I know I just, we did sleep till six, uh, <laughs> last week, but I, I swear I wake up with so much energy. I'm I mean, like, that's really that awesome person. though. Yeah, it is, you know, but like, it's, I feel like I'm that person. It could be like a skit or something where they're like, Oh my God, there comes April hide. It's like 6am and I'm all excited. But, um, it's, yeah, I do. I wake up with so much energy, you know, and because we wake up so early, I guess it's normal to have a little bit of tiredness in the afternoon. Uh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, also I think that, you know, Derek and I talk about this often. It's, I I feel like there should be no shame if you want to take an afternoon nap, but our society has, you know, implanted this idea in your mind in our minds that you're supposed to be on, you're supposed to be on all the time. Like you're a robot, but like we are mammals. We're, we're animals 
and I mean, think about my cats. I mean, they're a little extreme because they're cats, but they take little naps, you know, like yes. all, all animals take naps. So why should we take naps? <laughs> I know I'm, I'm really like, I, I try, I need to work on some things that are just like programmed. I still have, yeah. I still have a lot of work to do, you know, but we I, all do. Yeah. I, the, the body and the, and the eating part, I, feel so good about in my life now. And I can't believe I could even say that because for people who have known me and that struggle I had before, it would, they would be amazed, but you know, just, just seeing like what I've been able to do as far as like having regalo and mm-hmm. you know, I, I can do yoga. I mean, I, I just got back into my practice about a week and a half ago, but before I was practicing like four times a week, you know, and I would never have been able to do that before. Um, but, but yeah, some of those like automatic things that we all do, like being on all the time, I'm, I got to work on those things. Yeah. I mean, I just try to encourage people because I will say, I actually don't really get that tired that often. I mean, I pretty much, Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm a robot <laughs> because I don't get tired and I feel like I should. Um, but then, but then there are some afternoons that I do and I'm like, then, you know, you just have to like listen to your, to your body. And if you, if your body is telling you to take a nap or take a rest, go take a freaking rest if you can. I mean, you know, um, but we're all programmed. I mean, it's impossible to say we're not. I mean, we're, we're programmed from the day we're born. I mean, Regal is being programmed in a good way, but yes, <laughs> you know? I know, I know. I, we, we talk about that so often, like how happy we are that we both, you know, share the same, you know, compassion and the same health focus and all of this, and that we are sharing that with him. Yeah, it would be, I mean, I think it would be really hard to be you know, to have your partner not on the same page. I mean, obviously there are lots of people who, whose husbands or spouses do not share the same view on food or, you know, animals or whatever, but I would, I would find that really difficult, I think. And I've, I feel like I've said this on here and I'm not saying that I like, you know, I don't know that I'm, I'm going to judge or discriminate every single person who's not like me, but, but when you live with that person, (laughs) like 24 seven, I don't know. It would be hard or like having to, or wanting to, or your, let's say your spouse wants you to cook something different than them. No, no, Mm-mm. no. I mean, it, yeah. If somebody was for it said that I had to cook them meat, I would be like, I mean, then you're not going to eat. I mean, just because I'm not going to do that. Yeah. There's, there's no way Dylan and I have talked about it too. Like we could not, we personally could not do it. Um, just because fundamentally it's, you know, so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, my mom would do it, but she did complain a lot. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't blame her either. I mean, I don't at, blame least, her at, all. at least she wasn't silent. I mean, then that, that made her feel better too. Like complaining makes you feel good. Some, you know, I mean, oh yeah, she would, yeah. she was vocal about it for sure. Good. I'm yeah. glad uh, she didn't hold it in. <laughs> no, except her throat chakra. <laughs> yes. And I, Oh, I wanted to say too, my uh, doctor here is uh, vegan. What? And, yes. And How did you find them? So she was my doctor years ago and she actually is in the little town where I grew up. She's my mom's doctor too. And when I was thinking about who I would see here, you know, and and establishing somebody for the time that we're here, I was thinking, why would I look anywhere else? Like she's a vegan. She's gonna, you know, Uh, 
approach my care if I need something as, you know, as with that like-mindedness. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And she, uh, does a lot of animal rights stuff. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am so envious. (laughs) It's, It's really, it's, that's, that's really a perk. Like I wish, I could, you know, take her with me, but I'm sure yeah. I'll find a great person in Asheville too. But yeah, I need to, you know, there, there was a website that I had stumbled upon that was for plant-based doctors. I need to look into that. I don't, I don't know how updated it is, but definitely would like to find, I mean, this is one reason why I don't go to the doctor. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I would just, yeah. it, it feels weird to go to somebody who, especially when it comes to nutrition that I feel like I know more about <laughs> because oh, yeah, generally you I do. do. <laughs> you definitely do. You, you do. Yes. You know? Yes. And I don't know. I mean, I, I told you that I'd gone to that doctor in West Ashley um, and then she was trying to push me on the HPV vaccine. And I'm like, I am 30 something years old and married. Why in the heck would I get that vaccine? Like, Yeah. And I'd heard about her because she was vegetarian, I guess, but um, I don't know. I just didn't yeah. feel good about that. I know. I was so thankful that our OBGYN was supportive of my the way that we live our life mm-hmm. because I, I worried, you know, being pregnant that, she, that we would have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we... I mean, I told her immediately and, you know, Dylan went to every appointment with me and he Aww. was like, this is, I know it was such a sweet time. And he would say like, okay, this is what we have for breakfast this is what we have for lunch. And we, you know, she was like, wow. Yeah. I felt like she was impressed. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this is what you guys eat today. Oh my uh, gosh. So, yeah. I mean, my relationship with food is definitely, I mean, not just because I know more, but um, I don't know. I just, I enjoy food more. Like this is what I think is so baffling to me. You know, when you have conversations with people who, um, are not open even to the idea and, and they're kind of like, well, what do you eat? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I have never had more amazing tasty food in my whole life. And, and then knowing that it's like nourishing my body in like such a powerful way, you know, it just makes, it makes it even more enjoyable. Right. Completely. Yes. I, I mean, the meals that we have now and, you know, both like the things Dylan is, you know, he's an, Oh, he is like a chef. Like you basically live with like a five-star plant-based chef. (laughs) He is, it's incredible. Um, and then, you know, I've been cooking more, uh, since we've been here and have this nice kitchen, Um, but yeah, I've been cooking more, but he still does most of the cooking because he's really good at it. You are so lucky. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I mean, he just thinks of stuff that like I would not think of still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the way our food is way better than, than the things I had growing up and Mm -hmm. it just feels better. Like I feel good after eating versus like, you know, as I said, having all these digestion problems and feeling sluggish after Mm -hmm. meals. And, um, it's, it's completely different, completely different. I mean, I think that's, um, you know, when people talk about like Thanksgiving and being in a food coma, like, and, and then they just, it's not just Thanksgiving that I guess people will comment, uh, about that, but, you should feel energized after you eat. <laughs> like that's what food is. It's, it's energy, you know, it's fuel for your body. So you shouldn't feel tired. 
Exactly. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, even when we have like brunch treats for waffles, yeah. Splen- so, splurge, you still don't feel bad. Still don't feel bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because uh-huh. the waffles are made of like bananas and flax and, mm-hmm. you know, and they are delicious, you know, so they're good. completely delicious. And I mean, I remember as a kid, like I actually, it gave me anxiety because often after I would eat, I just felt bad and like, I, yeah. you know, my stomach would hurt and Aww. it was, I know. So And people like, think that that's normal too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so sad. And it's, it, it absolutely does not have to be. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I feel like on Thanksgiving, we, of course we eat like different things than we would normally eat, but they're all plant-based and we, we don't feel like we have to mm-hmm. like, just like lay in bed all day after no. we eat, you know, it's no. amazing. And they're still rich. I mean, it's not, you know, like using cashews and making cream sauces and stuff. It's still rich and, del- and creamy, but you don't feel lethargic, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's still like, it's so good. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my brother is, you know, he's a vegetarian. Um, but the things that Dylan makes, he's been amazed by like some of the sauces that he makes for, you know, like burritos Mm -hmm. or pizza sauce or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and it's, it's not like super difficult to make either. No, you just like put it in a blender, just put some ingredient, these, these ingredients in a blender and then there you go, you know? Yep. Yep. And like, what's fresher than, than that? Nothing. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and then, you know, Dylan takes it. He, He's, he's really been up in the lasagna game lately, by the way. Like, I am so sad that you guys haven't got to share in it. But, oh, my God. Uh, I need soon, this hopefully. lasagna. Oh, my gosh. It has been, I mean, like, I made one. I made a lasagna, and I made my own sauce. And it was good, but it was not as good as his. So does his- he make his own sauce? Yes. What? Okay, yes. I don't do that. I, I will say that my lasagna is really good, but his would clearly uh, knock mine out of the park because I don't use my own sauce. What? Yes. He, How does he, he do that? He hasn't always made his own sauce. Like we, when we were living close to Whole Foods, we would get like one of their really good organic ones. Yeah. Um, but since we've been here, uh, he has made his own sauce. Yes. So, well, I would ask... It's- what is in it, but he, well, Brazil know. nuts, that's one thing. Like oh. instead of a cashew cream, he blends, uh, Brazil nuts because I use them as medicine for one thing for my yeah, thyroid. Great. And, and then he uses, um, like crushed tomatoes and then some herbs and then blends that all in the Vitamix. Mm. It is so good. It's like crazy good. I mean, amazing. So good. Okay. I'm writing this down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do, I mean, I, yeah, I just, I buy one of their organic ones from Whole Foods, which are good, but are. Of course, yeah. fresh, fresh always is best. I mean, there's no denying that like fresh everything. Um, but yeah, I, it's funny. I actually never even liked lasagna, um, growing up. And I guess that's because normally it has meat in it and I was never a big, you know, meat eater as well. Uh, and then I don't know what sparked. Oh, I think that I had, I had gotten some gluten-free uh, lasagna, you know, um, whatever you call it, pasta. And so then I was like, I'm just going to try to make, you know, a vegetable lasagna because, you know, maybe I'll like this more. And I was like, what? I actually do like lasagna. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. I know. Like yeah. we, we have, you know, we, 
we've seen other people eating the other kind of lasagna in right. recent years. And I just can't even imagine, I cannot even imagine how much my stomach would hurt. Oh, I know. I mean, oh. it would, and, and he makes, you know, the ricotta from tofu That's and what I do, the, yeah. the non-dairy uh, cream cheese. And mm-hmm. it's, it's so, so delicious. Okay. So the next time we see y'all, like he's got to make this for it, for us. Definitely lasagna yeah. is happening. Lasagna yes. is definitely happening. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yes. uh, well, I miss y'all so much. I miss you too. We yeah. really do. I, I always did, you know, and, and, but as the time has gone on longer, I've really started to. So yeah. I, I look forward to, to seeing everybody soon. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. This is so fun. It to, really hear you, was. to hear your story all like in one, you know, I've heard it in random, uh, you know, sporadic times, but to hear it all together, I mean, you have accomplished so much and I mean, I'm so proud really. I mean, truly you're yeah. like the beacon of health now. So, and it's amazing, you know, where life takes us. I mean, but I feel really thankful for learning this path and for having supportive friends that feel like family and a wonderful husband around me and, um, you know, to, to share in the, in this, in this way of life. And I, I would love to tell anybody who wants to listen, you know, the way that it's helped me because it surely, surely has. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's lots of people out there going through, you know, what you went through, I mean, on all different levels. So I think, you know, like I've said it before, just hearing other people's story and how they have come through on the other side is inspiring and gives people hope, you know? So thank you for coming on and sharing. Um, and we will chat again soon. We will. Thank you. Okay. Love I'll you girl. You Love you too. Peace and plants. Peace and plants. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I just love that girl. Isn't she so great? Being able to hear the whole story of her conceiving and finding out that she was pregnant with Regalo is just, it warms my heart. I obviously knew her struggles uh, during the time that she was trying to conceive and, you know, thinking about adopting and all of these things. So when we found out that she was actually pregnant, like what, what a magical moment, right? I mean... And I know that a lot of people struggle with conceiving uh, more than ever these days. It is very common. Um, And of course, that goes back to lots of different factors, uh, stress, environmental, uh, nutritional. And it is, it's very common, uh, more common than ever. So, but hearing other people's story can give people more hope because at the end of the day, that's that's what we all need is just some hope, right? So I hope you all found that interview uh, interesting, informative, and fun to listen to. Um, I had a blast chatting with her, of course, and hearing her story all in one setting was, was really wonderful. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share to the podcast. This, of course, helps with SEO and helps others discover this information. You can also subscribe to my newsletter via my website, therefinedhippie.com. Once you have signed up, you will get access to different secret 
quote unquote recipes that I share and send out every couple of weeks. And also be sure to follow along on my Instagram at The Refined Hippie. I do a lot of stories and quick videos and recipes uh, throughout my day. So uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you. And until next time, my lovely friends, peace and plants. Peace and plants.